Hi, what's up? And hello, welcome to the WHLC show. Show, 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 show. Welcome to another podcast. I'm Darian, your host, and uh, today's podcast is just going to be super candid and super lax. There's no real topic. I'm just freaking rolling on caffeine right now, and I figured, well, why not use the opportunity to have a podcast and make make some chatter, make some freaking noise, right? Anyway, there's a lot. It's kind of an update podcast, too, because um, life is crazy and you never know what's going to happen. So it's fun to kind of just, you know, share what's current in my life and what's been happening and, um, you know, share my perspective on how I've been dealing with it and all that fun stuff. Just because I really feel like as women and people, you know, it's not confined just to women, but this is Women's Healthy Living Club. So um, it's for the ladies in case you didn't realize it. Um, but I do welcome men to listen to. I feel like people really can connect and benefit from story. And the more personal the story, the more intimate the sharing is, the more vulnerable a person can be when they're sharing their story, um, the more connection opportunity presents itself. That's just my personal opinion and my own experience. Um, you know, I felt the most moved and connected when people are sharing from their hearts uninhibited. And I really think that that takes a lot of bravery these days because, you know, we've got basically word police out on the streets and out on social media platforms that if you say the wrong thing in the wrong way, even though your intention is non-malicious, your intention doesn't matter anymore, which is kind of insane to me because you know, I would have been butthurt a whole lot of my life had I not recognized intention before per- a person's words. Um, so that kind of scares me, but also I don't really give a fuck. So here is my heart. What's happening in my life? What's happening in your life? Tell me. Shoot me an email. Women's Healthy. Wait, fuck. <laughs> the email changed. It's women's HLC info at gmail.com. If you ever want to. St- you know, chat about lifestyle, health, women's health, food, exercise, meditation, recovery, literally anything under the sun I am happy to talk to you about because I just love people. I just love people for the most part. I got a small seed of hate for people too, but you know, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. And if you say that you love everyone, you're freaking lying because I know there's someone in your life that has tripped yo wires. It's just a natural part of life. You're not going to rub shoulders with everyone and feel great about it. Um, but most people I really love. So hit me up. I would love to hear from you. Anyway, what's happening in my life? I don't know if you can tell already. Like I mentioned, I'm rolling on the caffeine. I'm really sensitive to caffeine. Um, but I just got back from a vacation for spring break. I went to Florida. It was really freaking fun. Um, it was hot and sandy and the ocean was nice and cool. And I almost touched a freaking manatee while I was swimming on my back in the ocean. Oh my gosh. And I also got in trouble by the lifeguard, which was hilarious because I had like water in my ears, so I couldn't hear a whistle. So the guy was whistling forever. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, you know, just tra la 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 la, like 
floating on my back, like, oh my god, I'm one with the ocean, dolphin spirit, visit me, like literally was what was on my mind, so I was trying to call the dolphins to come see me, because we saw a dolphin in that area the night before, and I was like, maybe if I just put the energy and vibration out there, it'll feel it with its sweet-ass sonar magic, magicery, and it will find me, and it will come and play. It did not, but I did accidentally call a manatee over, and um, I didn't realize there was a manatee over there, and Tom's dad was like probably, I don't know, 100 yards away or something, trying to get my attention to all the while the lifeguard's blowing the whistle at me to, to tell me there's a freaking manatee right by me. He's like, you could have touched it. You could have touched it. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. That was really fun. Florida was fun. I got a little burned. I loved it. A little sun kiss. Um, and I drink coffee, like, every day. <laughs> but... Yeah, so I'm on the coffee train again, but um, I'm having it today because I'm going to train with some super awesome ladies that are running a role models camp that I'm going to. The camp is called Role Models, R-O-L-L. They have their own podcast. You should check them out. And they also have a podcast called Beauty and the Gi. If you're into jiu-jitsu and you're a lady or you'd like to get into jiu-jitsu and you just kind of want to you know, dip a toe into the scene there they are a great place to start they're so warm and welcoming and just like some of the sweetest people I've ever listened to I haven't actually met them in person but we are already in love with each other from afar it's kind of cute we're like oh my god they're so great oh my god she's so great so it's kind of cute but I'm going to visit their gym today um and just to meet their women's team and you know touch base with AJ and Jen Risser and just yeah really excited about it um because it's a small community you know, of women in jiu-jitsu, it's, as you know, it's male-dominated, so I really do think, like, when you find some women in the sport, my personal philosophy is freaking cling to them, like, take them in, cling to them, or try to get taken in by them if they're an upper belt, and um, you will go far, and it's easier to deal with the difficulties that the sport brings up when you have community, and there are different things that women go through in the sport than men. Um, so it just helps to have people to lean on and ask questions and learn from. Um, so she's been running this camp for a long time. I don't even know how long. I think something like six years or something, maybe seven. I could be wrong. Go listen to her podcast. I'm sure she talks about it. Um, so it's pretty well established and she's having some awesome black belt instructors, um, that are going to be there and I just cannot wait. I cannot wait. So I wanted to go visit her gym. They're doing actually these uh, open mats kind of in the region to help, you know, build a community, meet some people that are going to be coming to the camp and things like that. I was unable to make it to those. So I just thought, fuck it. I'm just going to drive right to her gym and say, hey, Um, she's super excited about it. And I am, too. So that's what's on today's agenda. And I figured I would caffeinate up so I could just be rolling Um, and not be a dead fish when I get there, but yeah, I'm really pumped about that. And I'm actually teaching a workshop, um, on injury prevention at this camp, which is pretty exciting. Um, I've been training, this is my fifth year of training, which is really freaking hard to believe. Like I, I say that I'm like, has it really been five years? Like, ugh, it's felt like a blink of the eye and I still feel like I suck, but that's kind of part of the game. Most people don't feel like they're where they would want to be, and that's kind of reflective on life at some in some cases too. But um, at the end of the day, I'm just happy to be training, period. I don't care if I suck or get submitted all day long. I'm just happy to be rolling because it's so freaking fun, even when you're dying. So pretty pumped about that. And, you know, I haven't really – I've had a few 
injuries, but I haven't had any major injuries since starting jujitsu. And it's because of some strategies that I implement. It's because of the lifestyle practices that I do. Um, and just my mentality with training is very, you know, maybe non-conventional as far as some of the high level competitor types, you know, we probably contrast a little bit is all I'm going to say. And I don't, I'm not, you know, against that mentality, but it's just not for me personally. And at the time, you know, most of my heaviest training, I was also working in the nursing home and every day having to rely on my physical body to keep my own, my job, my, my, uh, livelihood. And so, you know, is it worth it for me to be a gym hero and not tap to an arm bar so that I have a broken arm and can't work? Probably not. Right. So that's where kind of my mentality and like high level competitor mentality might differ a little bit because, you know, if you're in ADCC trials, which is like a really prestigious nogi tournament, then sometimes you have to sacrifice a limb or two to get the submission you want and to come out on top. But, um, you know, those are different. They're very just different, you know, situation, circumstance, you know, it's just, it's different. Everything is so contextual based on your personal circumstance. So it's up to you as an individual to find out where you draw your own lines. And the way I've drawn my lines has kept me safe and made me able to train for a long time so far. Um, but the journey is still fresh guys, like real fresh. So (laughs) it's, you know, I'm sure I'll have a lot more learning to do and more to say on injury prevention and jujitsu as time goes on. But ultimately, my main jiu-jitsu goal, I want to be freaking 90 years old and still on the mats. So if that means losing a whole bunch more than other people, then so be it. Because I actually love this quote. I think it's from Chris Hodder, um, who's the black belt of my most recent black belt that I've trained with the longest, um, Ben Westrich. Chris Hodder says, like, uh, I think it's, it's not about who's here. It's about who's left. And I want to be the one who's left, even if that means sacrificing a little bit of my pride every time I train. <laughs> so like I said, you got to draw your own lines, but I can't wait to go visit the gym, um, meet these ladies. I'm going to be on their podcast, which is super exciting. I've never been invited to a podcast. So I'm kind of freaking out, but I'm like also really freaking pumped. Um, also, what else is going on in life? Oh, some big things actually. So to be entirely honest, Um, (laughs) we've moved back to Illinois a year ago, probably a year ago today, actually. Yeah. Um, and actually it's a year ago on the 30th because I was, I stopped working on April 30th and then started to pack up and move back to Illinois in May. Um, so (laughs) I, we stayed with my my Tom's mom, my mom-in-law in Chicago for the summer. And then we kind of hustled to find jobs so that we could move out of mom's house and live on our own. And we kind of moved back with the intention of settling here and like looking for a homestead type of situation and having a farm and um, hoped that there'd be great jujitsu and all that stuff here. And it it really just did not pan out the way we expected. And um, sometimes that's just how life goes. Like you think something's going to be something until you get there, until you are in it. And then the reality hits you in the face. Like, what did the five fingers say to the face? (laughs) Slap. And it was literally like that. Um, Honestly, pretty much the whole year, I dealt with pretty severe depression on and off um, to the point where I was literally like, I don't even know how I came out of some of those 
pits, really. I've dealt with depression before, but it was never like that. It was never like sloth style, like couldn't even get out of bed to do a goddamn workout. And I knew, well knew that working out would make me feel a little bit better because endorphins and science and all that fun stuff, but I just could not move. And man, it was just so sad. And I was using all these different things to try to fill this hole that was presenting itself. And I, I experience and see that hole pretty often, especially as a cyclic being who has a cycle that kind of forces you to look at that hole once a month. Um, but it just seemed so much larger and like it was not going away. Um, luckily I had an amazing friend here, really my only friend here, <laughs> like that I actually spend pretty good time with and chat with Beth, Bethy, I'm talking about you girl. Um, she'd come over and she's had experience with this too. So it was nice to have someone to just like air it out with that wasn't going to judge me. And that wasn't gonna, you know, tell me to like, just figure it out, fix it. You know, <laughs> like that doesn't really help in, when you're in the depths of it. And she herself has had some experiences of being that deep in it. So it was nice to be like, to hear from her from time to time, like, you're going to be all right. Like you're, you're strong. You don't see it now, but you're really strong and whatever. So um, basically all of this year has been a year of deep depression and grief. <laughs> and there are times where I was able to smile my way through it and like, thank God for music. Cause it really putting on, I have a, so a playlist on Spotify. Go check it out. If you want, it's called sing your way to happy <laughs> because <laughs> these are songs that I've put on every single morning to get myself to get out of bed and do what I need to do to stay, um, independent and, you know, live my life or whatever. Definitely functional depression because I still did my job for the most part and um, was able to get through the days, but ooh-wee, it's been heavy, but um, you know, sometimes you have to like remove yourself or life removes you from certain situations that you don't realize how much you appreciate it until they're gone, right? It's that, it's that, we all know that like cliche ass quote, you never know what you have till you lose it, right? Man, this was a real life hard lesson of that. Like I did not realize all the things that I left when we left Colorado. Um, and obviously not even just Colorado alone because Colorado itself is a fucking gem. Like everyone wants to travel there. It's tourist season all the time. Um, there's all so much to do, hiking. There's tons of grappling there. Lots of competitive grapplers there. There's a lot of a nice fight scene there too, like um, MMA practitioners and things like that. And it's just potent. The sun is always out. I actually started to like winter. Like I've grown up hating winter my whole life. And my mom also hates winter. That's why she left um, Illinois. And while we were in Colorado, I was literally like, am I liking winter? Like, are we becoming friends winter? And I actually preferred winter in Colorado than the summer. Like I loved seeing the snow on the mountains. I loved walking in the snow. If it was raining or snowing, I'd be like, you know what? We should go hike. Like what? And here ain't shit to do. So I literally just burrowed like a freaking sloth bear and, you know, became a bridge troll for months until it was like 50 degrees one day. And I was like, oh my God, there's hope. Oh my God. Uh, so like, yeah, I, Colorado's awesome. And not only was it Colorado, but the people I met in Colorado, like, oh my goodness. I did not realize that not everyone in the world is like that. 
Um, not everyone in the world is ready to hustle and work hard and challenge themselves and push their limits and evolve and grow. And, you know, it's hard to do that. Like it's uncomfortable. And that's kind of the point. You have to be continually uncomfortable to get anywhere past where you are. And, you know, in a way, looking back, you know, our hand was a little bit forced to come back home. And I don't regret coming back home because, you know, we got to see the birth of our um, our niece, Coral. So that was like really awesome. And we got to witness my sister-in-law, Kristen, like just so beautifully pregnant and just fucking killing it um, with her lifestyle and her nutrition and just staying up on things and glowing. And man, we just got to witness a whole lot of beauty when we came back home. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's it was paired with this deep-seated grief. So it was really just a strange experience for us. Um, but yeah, I just, I definitely did not, I took for granted a lot of the things that we had in Colorado, especially our community, um, our gym, man, I miss warrior every freaking day. I actually literally probably dream about walking back into the gym at least once a week, like (laughs) at the very least. And so, man, yeah, it's, it's just been really rough. So, um, with all that said, we, kind of, you know, we were we pretty much forced it because, you know, it wasn't feasible financially or logistically to just change our minds and go back in the winter. Um, and I think a lot of that negative emotion actually served as a catalyst for us to reevaluate things and look at our options a little bit more um, openly. You know, when you're in the pit and you feel like you're trapped and, you know, there's no other option, it's hard to it's hard to look past the hole that you're in. (laughs) So when we were in Colorado, there are things that I didn't even consider, like maybe just trying to find a job outside of your current field or, you know, thinking outside the box, basically. Um, So I think coming back home and being forced into this, what we perceive as like a very mundane environment with a lot of stagnation and complacency. Um, you know, it's not like that for everyone. Some people come here and it's their growing opportunity. So I'm not here to, you know, demonize Bloomington or Illinois or whatever. But for me, it just wasn't, it's not, it's not where I need to be. I can feel it. It's telling me, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and ironically, when we moved to Colorado initially, um, I had felt that feeling of you need to get the fuck out of here literally all of my life, like all of it from the time I could think consciously and beyond. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I can't be here. There's, gotta, there's something more, I need to see it. There's something more, I can't stay here. And when we got to Colorado and finally settled, um, that was the first time I had ever felt like, you don't need to go anywhere. You are exactly where you need to be. You did it, good job. There's no reason to leave right now. Like, I've never felt so um, just, complacent in a different way, like peaceful (laughs) in my heart. Like we are in the right place to grow, you know? Um, so we're going back basically and we figured out some, a better job situation and, um, just a better situation overall. And I couldn't be more excited to do, to go back to Colorado and to see our people and to train a bunch again and to, um, hike those mountains and, freaking feel the sun more often and yeah I'm just just literally thrilled (laughs) it doesn't sound like it but I am 
But also, you know, life is so funny because it's full of these two-sided coins. Like every experience is two-sided. Um, our monkey brains wish that it was just all glory and shininess and pleasure. And it's not, it's just not, um, there's always an underbelly. And if you don't see that, you might be a little naive. And I can only say that because I am the queen of being naive. So I'm finally learning that there's always an underbelly to everything. Um, and so the underbelly of my current situation is that my new position, well, really Tom's new position too, they, they're not willing to wait until I finish the school year. And I basically have to be a heartbreaker um, and throw a huge wrench into a system that is so complicated already, it's just going to make it harder. And it's only been more complicated with COVID and school and you're remote, you're not remote. Now you can come part of the time and, oh, you might have been exposed to a COVID person. Now you're quarantined for 14 days and there's just been so much up and down in the year in general and here I am about to pull the rug under from these people like hey I can't finish the year and ironically there's only two months left but they're these people that you know we've decided to work for now to get us back to Colorado also don't want to wait so it's kind of like fuck that's how life is you have to make these sacrifices um, that are uncomfortable if you want to get to where you want to go and we're facing it right now um, you know, it's not the end of the world. I'm probably putting more weight on it than necessary because I'm also the queen of that, but, <laughs> um, it doesn't make it easy to let people down. And I definitely, uh, I just, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to let people down, especially when you know what your choices are going to be as far as consequences for them. Um, and for you, like you're going to have social consequences where they don't like you <laughs> and they're going to be probably murdering you 600 times in their head, which I deserve that. Like, I get it. It's fine. I'm going to take it in stride um, and, you know, make this choice consciously and understand that that's just how life is. Sometimes you have to make uncomfortable decisions that aren't going to make everyone else happy. Um, and taking me off oh, my whole freaking life to be able to do that because I am definitely a recovering people pleaser. I like to please people. Um, so it's gonna be challenging, but we're gonna be all right. Also, like I said, it's a double edged sword here. Um, you know, really excited to move back to our where I really feel like home is for my body, mind, and soul. And then also the flip side of having to cut ties pretty pretty savagely here <laughs> and, uh, and with terrible timing. Um, but that's just how it rolls. That's just how the cookie crumbles. So that's what's happening in my life pretty much. Um, I'm really pumped about camp, which I've already mentioned. Manji's doing great, our kitty. She's just been amazing. She can travel in the car really well now and just, I think she kind of enjoys it. Um, and it's been pretty pretty slim with our training. We've been, um, as far as jujitsu goes, we've just been drilling at home and studying kind of tutorials and stuff and sharpening up some pieces of the game that I already understand. And then also taking the time to like, uh, explore new pockets and new potentials and answers to the questions that jujitsu brings up, um, without the pressure of 
you know, being at a school every day and paying dues and all that stuff. It's been really kind of nice to develop a system and a training rhythm with my husband, Tom, um, just because in the past it's always been really hard for us to drill with each other because I struggle to put my ego to the side sometimes and I just want to kill him and I want to win. And he's kind of like, yo, you can't just win all the time. You got to learn. So, um, but with the, with the demand of the situation, with us not, not being called to really settle in Illinois in general, let alone a jiu-jitsu gym, um, it's, it kind of called itself forth and we, <laughs> and we, you know, answered the call. So in that it hasn't been pretty every single time, but I would say at least 80% of our trainings have been really productive and we're both learning how to train with each other in a way that is helpful to both of our games. Cause Tom is well advanced, well advanced compared to me. Um, and he, his game is my game pretty much. And then I just take his game and do some random unconventional stuff that he's like, where the fuck did that come? from it didn't come from me but it worked <laughs> so um it's been cool to sharpen things with him and just catch our own kind of rhythm because that way we can be assured that no matter what happens and no matter where we are or if gyms get closed again or whatever that we're still going to be working towards something we care about um so that's been exciting too i've been really enjoying that our little dojito <laughs> dojito it's funny because dojo i think is japanese and Ito is uh, Spanish. It means like, it's like little something, you know, like gatito is like a little cat. Um, so <laughs> I combine the two and we call our little dojo space the dojito. Because <laughs> it's little, but it works and we get, get a lot done. So a lot of transition. It's kind of funny because we just went through the first, um, you know, the first day of spring, the spring equinox. And spring is all about... I mean, if you listen to my podcast prior to this, I'm really interested in the rhythms and energies and flows of grander cycles along with our personal um, female hormone cycles. And it's just, it's funny how things align up, you know, and how things unfold. And ironically, right after the first day of spring, we find out about these positions and um, things start moving quicker than we're expecting. And Spring is all about change and transformation and growth and renewal and rebirth. And with rebirth comes some death, by the way. So you can't, can't have one without the other. Um, so it's just ironic and interesting timing, but I'm also not surprised because <laughs> I'm like, well, that's that spring energy flowing in, kicking us out. It's all right. This is what it is. So that's where we've been. Also, I went through a little bit of uh, being sick after getting back from Florida, um, which pretty, pretty sucked pretty bad. Tom was sick before we left for Florida and started feeling better like as we got there. And then obviously, you know, it's hard to tell how someone's feeling when they're like, I feel like I'm sick, especially when you're not, they don't have like a fever or whatever. So I, I honestly kind of wrote him off. Sorry, Tom. But I was like, man, you just being a baby. You just got a stuffy nose. Just shut up. You're fine. And I was kind of just like downplaying it in my head. Like he's not that sick. So I was kissing all over him or whatever. And then I got through all of vacation with no symptoms, no problem, no nothing. Felt great the whole time. And then as we got, we flew home on Friday night. And then literally Friday night, I did not sleep. I couldn't breathe. My nose was like, it's like somebody shoved balloons in there. Um, so I was mouth breathing and like, 
uh, just had like a huge headache and I could, I just, man, it was awful. Just total flare up of my sinuses. And I'm, if you know me at all, I am a freaking punk ass hoe when it comes to sleep. Like I do not want my sleep messed with for any reason. Like even if it, even if someone's like, Jerrion, would you like $1 million to, you know, stay up for three days? Like, no, bitch, I don't. I would rather sleep. Life is too short and sleep is so important. And I love my dreams and I love sleeping. And I just, I, for nothing. You want to be a world champion? You have to not sleep for a night. Maybe I'd do it for a night, but man, it was terrible. Um, because also I was exhausted from the flight and from the vacation and all I wanted in that moment was to sleep because I was just so tired. So, you know, maybe if I was prepared for it and I knew I was going to get a pretty good incentive, I would do it, but not the case, um, with that. And so I stayed up pretty much all night. I went to bed at like five and then woke up at seven. Well, I think it was four. I got at least three hours of sleep or something. And then we were supposed to hang out with family and I was like, great, I'm a zombie, let's get coffee. Because otherwise I'm going to be a total asshole. Um, And then I was finally able to go to sleep and get a good night's rest on Saturday. But I was still super stuffed up. My, My face literally was throbbing and my ears were aching like, I don't even know how to describe. It was so awful. Um... So I called off work because they literally make you sign in with a COVID screen, like new symptoms of runny nose, sneezing, congestion. I was like, well, that's happening. Should I lie about it and go to work or should I call off work and just have them be mad at me for calling off work? Hmm. Sounds like a lose-lose. So I did what was best for me and took some time off and recovered and feel so much better today. I feel like it just started going away yesterday. So, um, like... Even my voice to me sounds still a little different, but I definitely don't feel the same like aches and awfulness. And I went and got a COVID test because they make you get a COVID test if you have symptoms to go back to work. COVID test was negative. Um, so I was just like, man, what strange times. Like you can't even just go to work sick anymore. Like even if you're trying to be a hustler, they're just like, nope, we don't want the risk. So that was weird um, and uncomfortable, but I feel better today and better enough to train so and better enough to go to work so that's exciting stuff um but yeah that's pretty much all that's happened in my life so far oh low-key trying not to have a panic attack about informing my school that I won't be able to finish the year but you know what like I said this is life sometimes it's a bitch and then you die (laughs) I don't know who said that but that's a quote somewhere it's like life's a bitch and then you die um and it's true (laughs) It's true. So you deal with it or you don't, but either way, you know, we all get to that very end at some point. So it's better to deal with it and try to have fun with it than let it bog you down. But anyway, I got to go to work. So thank you so much for listening to this update podcast. That's just me like literally riffing from the top of my head, sharing my heart and life with you. It has nothing to do with healthy lifestyle pretty much, but um, like I said, I do think it's healthy for us to be vulnerable and that there's strength in sharing your perspectives and things that are uncomfortable for you um, just because someone else might hear it and be empowered by that and say like, wow, she really, you know, was panicked and upset about having to do this. And she's, you know, it's true. Life is like a double-edged sword sometimes. And sometimes you just got to pick a side you finna stab with or get stabbed with. And that's just what it is. So I hope that um, you enjoyed it and 
I'll be doing more podcasts in general. Um, it'd be great to start having some guests. I keep saying that, but man, is it hard to find time to sit down with someone, especially when it's not your job. So, um, we'll work on that. You know, I kind of had this idea of interviewing different people in the fight scene. I've, I did have Natalie on. I'd love to have her on again. Cause she's just freaking badass and I love her. Um, and she's really smart and wise and, you know, has learned a lot just living a really tough lifestyle. I'd love to have some other female fighters on too. That would be really fun. Um, just to pick their brains and have people get to know them a little bit, you know, they could share it with their peeps and it's hard to, it's hard to get to know people as an adult because you're so, your schedule is so filled. Like there's no carved out time for friendship. <laughs> you have to find your friends at work and you have to find your friends in your training schedule. And that's about it. Luckily, the jiu-jitsu community is filled with dope ass people. So that makes it like a two for one deal as far as you get to train and be with your friends. But man, it's difficult to, to have adult relationships that are outside of your family, um, especially in these unprecedented times. God, if I hear unprecedented time one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Like literally lose my mind. But anyway, so it'd be cool to have some people on and, you know, help them kind of share their hearts and whatnot. But that'll be sometime in the future. Who knows? Also, I do want to mention I finished all of my courses. They are complete. The sales pages are not done because um, it just, they're not. <laughs> but the courses themselves are live and ready for purchase. Um, they're within the range of, I think one's maybe 40 to 40 to a hundred dollars. And, um, I haven't put together the bundle yet where you can buy them all for a, like one sum, but, uh, I tried to make them very affordable. It's basically like a healthy lifestyle for dummies. If I could put it in a, of, you know, easy digestible way to understand what it's about. Um, there's, I think six courses and they vary from like female focus. Like I have one called go with your flow. That's all about, you know, how the female hormone cycle works, how to work with the female hormone cycle and then how to use it as a tool instead of a hindrance, which I think a lot of us could use. Cause most of us look at our period, like, Oh my God, this bitch is here again. Uh, but guess what? You don't have to look at it like that and you can actually use it to your benefit. Um, there's one called strength basics, which are fitness basics, which is, um, basically strength training for a newbie. Like you've never strength trained before. You don't know why it's important. You don't even know what it is. You think it's, you know, your fit class or whatever at the gym where you hold five pound weights and do a whole shit ton of exercises. It's not strength training, my friend. Um, it's not that complicated. <laughs> it's actually way more simple, but it tells you all these benefits of strength training, how to incorporate it into your life, what it is and what it isn't. It's a pretty good course. Um, there's nutrition or nourishment 101, which is everything you need to know about starting to get your diet right. And, uh, it's not, it's non-dogmatic. I'm not going to be like, you have to go keto. You need to be a vegan. Like, and I'll explain why that, why it's not like that. Um, and it just gets down to the bare bones of what you can do today to start feeling better and having a diet and, and, you know, a diet that nourishes you and supports you and doesn't leave you feeling depleted or restrictive or whatever. Um, pretty passionate about that one. That one's a little more pricey. This, the fitness and the nourishment one are around a hundred bucks cause they're pretty deep. And I spent a lot of time on putting them together. All of these come with workbooks as well and access to, um, a consult with me in case you have questions. 
And I did mention that there's a Facebook group. I don't have the Facebook group yet, and I don't even know if I want to do the Facebook group, to be totally honest, so just ignore that in the courses. It may come in the future, but it's not guaranteed if you buy early. And then um, there's a course on rest and recovery, basically the under under uh, appreciated aspect of performance and living well is recovery. So we talk about the different ways that you can, you know, support your recovery, why it's important, um, the the concept of energy balance, yin and yang, and why that's important to understand which one you're operating from the most and how to balance it out. Um, there's some restorative yoga in there, which is exciting. There's also yoga in the go with your flow, a yoga class for each phase of your menstrual cycle. You're welcome. They're pretty good. And finally, there's a breathing course, which is, talks about basically the science behind breath work and why it's so valuable and can basically serve as a superpower to help you get through literally anything in your life, um, when it's well-practiced and you have the awareness to practice it in that moment. It comes with four different breathing strategies that all have a different purpose. Just like you have a knife, a fork, a spoon, it's basically like that. Like you don't use a fork to eat soup, right? It's the same thing with breathing practices. You don't do a certain breathing practice for the wrong outcome. So they all have an outcome um, that you can work towards and each one is a tool for a specific outcome in your life. So that comes with tutorials and a whole bunch of facts. So it's real fun stuff. I hope that you're excited about it. Um, it is open to, so the first 10 people that sign up um, will get some kind of reward. I don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be awesome. So get excited and go buy my shit. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. And um, I love you guys. Really, I do. If I could hug you, I would. Even if you're not a hugger, come on in. I'm going to give you a squeeze. Okay. I'm getting a little too wild. The coffee's really hitting Until the next time, (laughs) please take great care of yourself and I say good day.